Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Hello and welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back. Do y'all know what today is? Well, what's today, dear? It's our anniversary. Our anniversary. (laughs) That's a song. You can Google it. Yes. Yes. For those of you who don't know, but I think it's timeless. I think a lot of people have played that at anniversary parties. But anyway, today is our 33rd wedding anniversary. Yes, it is. Woohoo! We still didn't bring the the sound effects. effects. Oh, it's all we make our own sound effects today. There are things that go on behind the scene that you guys don't know about. We'll make our (laughs) there's the sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) But to God be the glory for Mm -hmm. three decades plus three years of marriage. Marriage. And three decades and and five years of being together. together. Wow. And that's amazing, especially since I'm only 40 years old. So oh, anyway. Yeah. So so before we get into the anniversary, yes. we need to let our audience know that we are taking a pause from roles and responsibilities. Yes, we do. For this episode. Yes. And then we'll pick up with roles and responsibilities next, next week. week. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So absolutely. We definitely wanted to take a moment to celebrate this momentous occasion. Momentous. Yes. That's a church word right there. Momentous. momentous. <laughs> uh, we feel like there are so many that need to know that marriage works mm-hmm. if you work it. Mm-hmm. Through the ups and the downs. And marriage is much like a roller coaster ride. Oh, roller coaster. Yes. Yeah, roller coaster of love. Okay, I'm dating myself again. Google it. That's yes. a song too. 1970s, yes. <laughs> Anyone who know about uh, roller skating rinks, they probably heard that song played back in the 70s during the disco days. So anyway, again, <laughs> didn't I tell you we've been married for 33 years? So a lot of the songs I know are from way back in the day. But anyway, so again, marriage is much like a roller coaster mm-hmm. ride. Um, when you think about it, you get on the ride and you're expecting a thrill. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't know, just don't know when what what the thrill is going to be like. You have your ups, you have that incline where you're going up mm-hmm. to the peak with the anticipation of a possible thrill, a drop, mm-hmm. a turn, a twist. And in some cases you might be flipped upside down and uh those wooden roller coasters sometimes they might make you feel beat up, yeah, you know, jerky, 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 and you get off feeling like you got a headache, you feel dizzy. And mm-hmm. in some cases you say, I want to do it again. And in some cases you're like, that's enough for me. This is enough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the thing about the, the roller coaster, when you was talking about it, when you're going up, it's a slow process and you don't, you may not feel like you're making progress. And sometimes it's like that in the marriage where you just, you know, one step after the other and uh, one step at a time. What's it? What's that? One step at a time. One. What was that from Creed? The movie Creed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was that one punch at a time? One step at a time. One, one round, round at, at a time. time. Yeah. Yes. So that's, that's kind of <laughs> like marriage. It's just like and that you're going up that roller coaster and it's a slow pace 
but you're getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you hear the roller coaster cranking. Ding, ding, yep. ding, ding. And you hear ding, it. Ding. You know, you know you're making progress. You know you're doing something in your marriage, right? And then when once you get to that top point, and then it's uh, a drop. sudden drop. Yeah. And, like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. And the thing about a roller coaster is that you always have the people, there are people in the front, people in the back. And so for the people in the front, if you're sitting in the back, there's somebody who paved the way for for you. Yeah. You can but, see what in a, you know, what they went through. Yes. Because we're all going through the same thing. We all all marriages have ups, downs, ins, outs, you know, different loops. seasons, different yeah. times. We yeah. all we all go through it. And we go through it differently according to our personalities and things like that. But we're all going through something. And, you know, with to go along with the roller coaster analogy, you have to have power in order to in order for a roller coaster to, to move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you need that Holy Ghost power. And every so often you will see on the news where there was a power surge or lack, lack of power and somebody stuck on the roller coaster. But isn't God good? He'll always send somebody to help you out. Yes. yes. Whether it's a mentor, a coach, or yes. somebody. He like always... those people in the front. We could think of yeah. them as our our mentors. They paved the way. Yeah. They showed us what to expect. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that being said, I have the utmost respect and for our pastors, we admire them and appreciate them for exemplifying yes, we do. what a godly marriage looks like. Mm-hmm. And that's what other marriages need. Yeah. Someone trendsetters, yeah. someone who could actually show you what a godly marriage looks like, how to work marriage, mm-hmm. how to put in the effort, put in the energy, put in the selflessness yeah the prayers, everything that goes into marriage. And I thank God for them setting an example for us. And there were many others. We can't sit here and name everybody, but there are certain, we would. Yeah. And there are some people that have been a blessing to us indirectly. And some people have been a blessing to us directly. Mm -hmm. And I hope and pray that this podcast and our marriage and our story and our life is setting an example for others behind that come behind us because you definitely need that godly example to show you because when marriage gets tough, you could either get tougher or you could get going. And, and God willing, you're going to get tougher. Get tougher. Get <laughs> yeah, tougher. You know, like a roller coaster ride, just hold on tight. Oh, my God. You know, you got those people who want to throw their hands up. Wee! And yeah. then you got those that want to hold, on, hold tight. on tight. I say hold on tight. That's me. Buckle that seatbelt in real that- tight. I'm the one that holds on tight, I, but I'm I'm screaming though the whole time. I'm yeah. gonna get my you, money's worth. You screaming even when it's not time to scream. <laughs> if if I'm gonna get my money's worth. I don't do roller coasters anymore. I'm past the roller coaster stage and age. But the one thing <laughs> we used to get on the roller coaster it drove me crazy because. Some of those roller coasters will give you a headache, but then you got Doug screaming the whole time. <laughs> I mean, if you're going up slow, he's screaming. I want going, my mama. He's like, ah, <laughs> like what in the world? Um, Makes the experience better. Yes, yes. But you said something about our pastors, and I just thought it. it the thought just hit me. When we first um, got to Calvary, I, re- I remember it like it was yesterday, Bishop serenading, <clears throat> excuse me, co-pastor. And I, I remember saying to myself, I said, I want my marriage to be like that. I'm still waiting for my serenade, y'all. Oh, I serenade you all the time. 
I certainly need you all the time. I just don't have my. Let me rephrase. Ever since we I'm had still the kids, waiting for him to play the music my, and, my and lip sync. My falsetto is going <laughs> off. Ooh, yeah, blame, hold on, wait. We'll blame the Ooh. kids. <clears throat> See my falsetto. Oh uh, yes, it's, it's falsetto. Sinuses. Yeah, your falsetto is false. All right. But <laughs> <laughs> <When> I. Re- <laughs> This oh is what goodness. 33 years is. You have to learn to laugh. I, I forgot my point, but I remember Bishop serenading co-pastor. And I said, I wanted my marriage to be like that. And we went through some things after that. And it'll all come out later in podcasts and other projects we're working on. Yes. But I, I remember saying that because people, God will give you people in your life to show you it works. Marriage works. That's what I was getting at. Yes. Well, you went off about my falsetto being false. <laughs> All right. So but, in the time we've been married, is there anything you've learned, gleaned? Um, I learned that marriage is hard work, mm-hmm. but it works if you work it. I learned that it is definitely something that we talked about, uh, selfless. Yeah. And I learned a lot about myself. God will have a way of marriage shining the mirror on you so that you can see your imperfections. You can see the areas you need to improve in. I learned that I'm a very selfish person and I like to have it my way. I'm like Burger King. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyway, I like to have it my way and... Doug is Doug, and I wasn't going to always get my way, so God used him to help me learn how to be selfless. Have I gotten it together all together after 33 years? No, but I'm still working on me. And that's one of the things that I've, that's a couple of the things that I learned, but the things that I appreciate about that is that you make me better. Another song. Yes. That used to be our theme song yes. for, oh well, few. For a few, yeah. Yeah, you make me better. <laughs> yes, and you help me to be a better person. You help me to see things from a different perspective, from another lens that I can't see. My upbringing, my experience has been I was the youngest child in my house. I was the youngest grandchild probably for about 10 or 12 years before I had a younger cousin. And so I was spoiled. I was used to getting what I wanted. I was used to getting my way. Mm. And I came to expect that when Doug and I got married. Um, Even before we got married. Well, because when we were dating, dating, you did do that for me. So let me put a pin in that for a second. Let me put a pin in that for a second. For those who are not married yet, Before you get married, if you are treating your fiance, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever you, whatever the term is these days, a certain way, and that's what they fall in love with, you can't stop when you get married. You just have to take it up a whole nother level because that's what they've come to expect. Doug and I always went out. And he always treated and he always spoiled me and looked out for me. And I came, became accustomed to that. And when I got married, I didn't expect anything less. 
And same thing, you know, for him. I was cooking him my mama's food when we were dating, making my mama steaks out the freezer. Uh, and with those mushrooms. With the mushrooms. and Which I didn't eat. He didn't eat. He didn't like them. He don't know, y'all. I, I was trying, I was trying to learned, school him I've on learned. sautéed onions and mushrooms with yeah, the steak. But anyway, that's anyways, another story. That's another story, another podcast. <laughs> Um, and so it would have been unfair for me to all of a sudden get married and say, oh, I don't have to cook anymore. I got him now. I'm going to stop cooking. Or he'd say, we're going to stop going out or we're going to stop doing things. Now, of course, life may cause mm-hmm. distractions, kids. You may not be able to go out on dates as much. Uh, but you still need to date or court your court. spouse need to court when you spouse. get married. Yes. People still say that court. I don't know what they say. We've been married so long. I don't know. Maybe someone in podcast land could bring us up to speed on what the um, what the new terminology is okay. for dating. But in any event, we just wanted to come on this podcast and just hopefully encourage, inspire, and help someone to know that marriage works if you work it. 33 years, if we looked back 15, 20 years ago, there's no way we would have said we would still be married today, let alone doing a podcast, let alone teaching a premarital class or counseling uh, couples who desire to be married or counseling couples who are married. So to God be the glory for our 33-year story mm-hmm. and still counting. Mm-hmm. So, babe, what have you learned over the course of these thirty-three years? I get so co- so clear. I get so caught and focused on the goal or the task that I lose track of um, developing or cultivating relationships along the way, and which is not necessarily a good thing. And Renee definitely has brought that into my life. Um, it's not always about you know getting the task task done or the task I was I was always you know time oriented person and I'm going to tell a little story because Renee now she's more time she's like you said we were leaving at 11 or 10 whatever time it was 10 o'clock 10 o'clock you we leaving at 10 (laughs) and I wasn't ready at 10 I'm like so you know you get older it's like hey you just enjoy the ride but you know now she's developing some of my Characteristics? Yes, you trained qualities. you trained me well, dear. Yeah, and I can say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> no, I was just agreeing with you mm-hmm. that, you know, you rub off on each other. And definitely you are the family, you know, you are just family, 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 family. Very that much is, so. Yeah, that is your thing. And I've learned over the years, family, family, family. You know, and it's just you've you've really opened my eyes. You balance me. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and where I I can't always be right. I'm not always right. And I don't always see it, you know, the right way or the only way. There's there's another way. There's always another way of doing things. And so you bring all of that um into my life, into the marriage, and I'm so appreciative of it. And so and it's not to say we we get it right, we still get it right, or we always get it right, I should say. Um, I know I don't. 
And I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't always get it right. He's right, y'all. He doesn't. I don't. <laughs> and I don't either. I don't. And, and the truth be told, your birthday was last week. I didn't get it right for your birthday. That's the truth. I did it. After 33 years of marriage, I did not get your birthday right. I thought one thing. You thought something else. And it was just... It wasn't a good look for your boy. <laughs> it just was. <laughs> and you and it you know what? Not. We 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 all miss the mark because I miss the mark too. Um, you've told me over and over again what you want for birthdays, what you want for holidays. I'm more of a holiday person. I'm more of a celebratory. Yeah. It's my birthday. It's mm-hmm. my anniversary. It's Christmas, etc. Yeah. Um, and so I love buying gifts. And for you, you always say. Don't get me a gift unless you tell me exactly what you want, which for me is not fun, but it's not about me. It's about you. So I don't want you to sit here and say you missed it. I did miss it. And and not sit here and say that I haven't missed it as well. I've I've missed it as well. Well, Um, but well, it was your birthday. So that's why in October we'll we'll discuss my birthday. Well, no, we won't. Okay, but (laughs) (laughs) how about that? (laughs) No, we won't because I'm not going to mess it up. (laughs) <laughs> but no, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you were you were saying you're 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 the more um celebratory one giving of the gifts. Um and I'm more the practical, hey, I just get me what I want mm-hmm. or just give me cash. But see the key is, and we're gonna go back to communication yeah. again. The key is communicating with one another. Okay. You got a birthday coming up. You got a this holiday. You have this special occasion coming up. I know I missed it last time. What is it you want to do? Now, it's kind of hard, and I'm going to be honest, for somebody like me, I like surprises. I like the element of surprise. I like throughout the year, because you're with me, to hear me saying, Oh, I would love to do X, Y, Z. I would love to go and then be surprised. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't always work. Again, because of Doug's personality, he's very task oriented. If you give him a task, he is going to he is going to accomplish that task. He is going to do it. He is going to check all the boxes, dot all the I's, <laughs> cross all the T's, put an exclamation point at the end of that thing. But he want he needs to know what that is. And for me, I am um, a Just bit of mysterious. Surprise, surprise me. me. So. Surprise. Put it. Put a little. Put a <laughs> yeah. Surprise. <laughs> the box is empty. Um. So no. But anyway, it's all good. It's we're still growing. We're still learning. We're still living. We're still loving, and we're still laughing, as you all can hear. Because sometimes you have to pick your battles. Some things are not that big of a deal. Communicate it. Explain it, and move on. Don't don't continue to wallow in self-pity or disappointment or whatever. Life is too short. I mean, so what? I only turned 52 one time. <laughs> one time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, it was it was a decent birthday. What Doug thought I wanted, he gave me my space. I actually wanted him. Yeah. And so for me, I felt like I just needed to be up under him with him, hang out. Let's do this. Let's, you know, woo, woo, woo. It's your birthday all day long mm-hmm. for me. 
And he was giving me space, which for somebody that might have been wonderful. They might have been like, I need a break from you today. It's my birthday. Can you at least do that? And I didn't want that. So, again, it was it was a miscommunication. I'm learning to communicate more. He's learning to listen and vice versa. He communicates more to me about the things he needs and he wants, and I'm learning to listen. Because part of communication, and I think the main part of communication is listening. Mm -hmm. I heard someone say this once before. It's a reason why God gave us one mouth, but two ears. He wants us to listen more and talk less. And sometimes we're in the habit of only talking about what we want, what we want, what we want. Mm -hmm. This is going back to communication again. Um, what about me? What about me? What, what about, about me? me? What about me? That we're not really listening. And so, I don't know. We've learned so much over the course of 33 years. Um, I, I learned I learned a lot about myself. I learned that I'm very selfish. I'm just going to keep it real and raw. <laughs> those are my two <laughs> words. Again, for those of you who have listened to previous podcasts, I like to keep it real. And I like to keep it raw. And I am selfish. And I think a lot of that stems from my upbringing. For a very long time, I was the youngest grandchild. I was the baby of the house, the youngest cousin, of course, the the, the youngest grandchild, um, for about 10 or 12 years before I had a younger uh, cousin. And I got used to being spoiled. I got used to getting my way. And so I went into marriage thinking I should oh, still be spoiled even, and get even, my way. Even before marriage, um, well, when we were dating. Yes. I I spoiled you. You did. You I did. I had my little part-time job. So there's this. You used to go to the movies. Yes. And you paid. We went to the movies every weekend. Every weekend. Went to the movies. For two years. And I think we, and that, we may have missed one or two weekends out of two years of dating. I think I paid one time. (laughs) 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 And that's something for you fellas to think about. If you're setting that tone when you're dating, you're courting, you're your girlfriend, your lady friend, whatever they call them now, I don't know, mm-hmm. your fiance, your boo, you are going to have to step it up when you get married because your soon to be wife has become accustomed to that. Mm-hmm. And then for you to flip the script on her is not fair. And then vice versa, ladies, if you're Cooking, making meals, and doing things for <laughs> your soon-to-be husband, and then you get married and you lax your standards mm-hmm. and you're no longer cooking and you want to eat out all the time, that isn't fair. Yeah. You need to have a conversation about that and you need to make sure that it's clear mm-hmm. what the expectations are. If you've come accustomed to you buy me a gift every week or you buy me a kiss, you buy me a kiss, you buy, buy me, me a, a gift be- for the first time that we kissed. You buy me a gift for the first time I said, I love you. Yeah. You buy me a gift for the first time we held hands. Mm-hmm. And then when you get married, you stop. <laughs> it stops. There's a problem. Yeah, there is. You have to continue dating even while you're married. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And, and I dare say you have to do even more. Yeah. yeah. Because now that you're married, the enemy oh, yeah. who comes in like a flood, who is going to try to separate you, mm-hmm. he's seeking whom he may devour and, so, devour. and as soon as you get married, he's trying to build a, put a wedge beat between you. He's trying to separate you. He's trying to kill, destroy that marriage. So it's going to be up to you to be more discerning, more vigilant, more aware, more alert, more on your A-game. Marriage literally takes hard work. People say work. I like to put in the emphasis, hard work. Hard work. It's not just work. It's hard work. When you you said something interesting about, you know, you buying gifts and we were going out every weekend and while we were dating mm-hmm. and I was eating up all your little part-time check. I'm sorry, <laughs> babe. <laughs> <laughs> while we were dating and, you know, this is something we talked about this weekend about we were always going out and my, I wanted to say, but when you get married, God forbid your finances change. Um, for the worse, because in and usually in your in your wedding vows it says for better or for worse. So if the finances change and it's for the worse, then you have to be realistic and say, well, we can't do what we used to do. Yes, yes, you so don't have to get to, creative. Yeah, we need to bring it down. We can still do it, but just maybe not on that level. Yeah, like you said, we can be creative. Um, uh, this past weekend when we went out. You brought a little mat, uh, what you call those things? Blanket. Uh, a picnic blanket. A picnic mm-hmm. blanket. And we went to a state park and we just hung out there. We walked around and it cost us $10 to park at the park. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> and so we were just out there with other people. And so that's something you can do on a relatively low budget. If you don't have $10 to go to a state park, you can go to a regular park if parks are open. You know, with COVID-19, it doesn't, you know, may not cost you anything. Just go out and have a, a picnic. Mm-hmm. If so, you have a house, go in your backyard. Go in your backyard, yeah. You can put a- lights up. You know, if you have the money to put lights up in the backyard and, you know, you can do all that. And it's, there are ways around everything. And you were saying the enemy will, you know, come steal, kill, and destroy. He will use anyone and anything to come between you and your wife or mm-hmm. you and your spouse. And it's in, and it, and even the children, they may not know it. Right. He'll definitely use them too. Yeah, mm-hmm. To drive a wedge between you and the, you and your spouse. And so you have to be mindful of that. And, you know, in our house, one of the things we've always said was if your mom said no, the answer is no, don't even yes. come to me. If I say no, don't even go to your mother. So, um, we called it a united front. United front. It was like, and it, there was none of that, oh, you can do this, but don't tell your mother. Or you can do this, but don't tell daddy. No, no, no. We, we're united front. And no is no. And yes is yes. Now, and maybe behind the closed door, we may not have been <laughs> united. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of we course. may yeah. have had def- a difference of opinion and mm-hmm. suggestions. In most cases, we did. We didn't let them... Um, see it. And one of the things that um, I think it was our middle son, uh, Anthony, said to us, he said, I never saw you and Ma, he said that to you, 
yeah. arguing. Yeah. I never saw y'all have a fight or disagreement. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess that's a good thing. Um because you know you still want to you still want to keep it real for your kids, but we never let them see us at at odds with each yeah. other. Because we, at that age, I took it as a compliment. I think he was um, when when he when he made the statement, he was older. He, he's twenty seven. I don't want to give his age. He might be trying to tell people. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As your kids, uh, or as you're training your child, and this is just my opinion, as you're training your child, you're you're training them up. You know, I wasn't called to be their friend; I was called to be their father. And then as they get get older, you know, and they move out, go to college, move out, then you then they become more your friend, and you start having different conversations with them, like yeah. We, your mom and I didn't agree about everything, but the fact of the matter was when we came out and we addressed, you know, our sons, it was like, if your mom is talking, she's talking for me. If I'm talking, I'm talking for your mother. So, um, we were that united front and because kids have a way of playing, they know which parent to go to, to get certain things. Oh yeah, definitely. Hey, hey, I don't know how it's just innate. We did it when we were younger. And children just know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yep. Mom mom is going to say yes mm-hmm. to the, can you have some money or can you have this? Pops is going to say yes. Can you stay out a little later or oh, yeah. stuff like that? I was more of the, nope, my baby's got to be in the house where I can see them, where I know where they are. So they knew which one to ask. And in most cases, after so many years, we learned let me check with with the other parent. Yeah. Let me check with Doug. Yeah. Let me check with Renee mm-hmm. before I answer this question because yep. they Is might it? try it. Like, ask me. I said no. And then hit you when you come in the door and ask you. And you say, sure, I don't care. That, yeah. was, that was your line. I don't care. Yeah. And then you come to me and I say, I already told him no. So we had to learn before we answered them. Let's check with each other. So it was definitely, you know, 33 years of learning, 33 years of growing, still learning, still, still growing. Yeah, that becoming um, one. Yes. That doesn't stop. It doesn't, you know, the Bible doesn't say you become one. It's you're becoming one. Becoming one, yes. So that's a never-ending process. You never you never stop learning each other. Um, you're growing because you change. I change. You change. We all change. And so we have to, you know, go back to the drawing table and say, well, you used to like, you know, vanilla ice cream. Now you like chocolate. Well, now you don't like ice cream at all. You can't eat ice cream. Now it's yogurt. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's not yogurt. It's tofu, whatever it may be. So you change and you, you grow and you learn and and you keep it moving. And um, I wanted to go back to the birthday because I, I think it's important that people realize like you said, and you said this, but I, I, for some reason, I just feel strong that I, I need to come back and say, you learn, you grow, and even if you, you mess up, it's not the end of the world. I'm paraphrasing what you said earlier. It's mm-hmm. not the end of the world, and you keep it moving. So many people, or I'm going to say so many, 
people will get distracted because that day or that event didn't come off as they thought it should in their mind, that now that becomes a big issue and that issue becomes bigger than their marriage. Right. And then it's like, oh, you didn't do this for me and you don't love me and you didn't do this for me and you don't love me, you don't care about me and da 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 And then it just becomes bigger than it actually should be when we all make mistakes and we all need grace and we all need forgiveness. So I just wanted to say that. Yes. Yes. You have any other thoughts, final thoughts you want to share as we celebrate our 32nd, 32nd, I mean, 33rd. Oh my gosh. Tomorrow, July 20th, 33 years of marriage. Uh, We talked about, um, I don't know how or why the Lord chose us. Because in 1987, there were a lot of people who got married. That aren't still married today. That aren't still married today. And during this podcast, we just try to give you a biblical viewpoint of marriage. Um, You may see the world doing different things, or they may try to define marriage different ways. And I'm not going to point anybody out, but they're... um, so-called celebrities or stars, they try to redefine marriage, but you can't redefine what God put in place. Yes. And God put it in place. God designed it. God gave specific instruction about it or how to do it. And God is a God of order. And if you're having an issue with your marriage, you got to go back to the one who designed it. Yes. You cannot... I mean, God uses people, of course, so you may need uh, mentors, coaches, counseling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you have to go back to the person who designed marriage. And for those who are who say they are Christians and believers, you cannot look to the world to define marriage for you. Right. You cannot because you're going to get frustrated because they the world doesn't operate or see marriage the way God sees it. Right. And it's a covenant. And be careful also not to look at other marriages, celebrities and people on TV as your role models. Mm-hmm. Um because that's not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what you want. And even looking at other married couples who are saved, who are Christians may not be, it's good to see those examples, no. but you can't do what they do. The because way they do it. The way they do it because they're, they're different. And when we get back into roles and responsibilities, we'll, we'll outline some of the different things that we have identified works for our marriage and hopefully help give you a template that you could use um, for your marriage um, that you can put in place in the way it works for you in your home. So what you want to say what you've learned, what you've gleaned um, from hanging around me for 35 years. <laughs> We don't have enough time. Um, I wish people could see the expression on your face. (laughs) 
I've learned, I'm going to sum it up. I've learned marriage is hard work. I learned that we can do it if we want to. Oh, that's great. Most of the time. You can do it if you want to. I want it to stay married. Now, were there times in the marriage I did not want to be married or did not want to be married to Doug? Absolutely. There were times in the marriage he didn't want to be married to me. But for the most time, most part, I wanted to be married. And more importantly, as a believer, I wanted to please God. And so the times I didn't want to be married, God either through a preached word or through some encouragement from someone else kept me going, Mm -hmm. kept me praying, kept me believing, kept me. Basically, he's a keeper. And I learned that I am better with you than without you. You make me a stronger person. You make me a better person. Um. It is, it is true what they say, two heads are better than one, because sometimes I'm thinking in one way and the only way I know how to think, but having your perspective helps me with a lot of things. Um, raising three sons, my God, my hat's off to single women who oh, have yeah. raised children by themselves. Uh, my hat's off to you. I am the product of or a single, single parent or single dads. Or single dads. Mm-hmm. Yes, single dads as well. Um, I'm a product of a single parent, a uh, single mom. And I watched my mom um, have a hard time with us and, you know, still make it work. But I thank God that I didn't have to do that. I thank God that Doug stayed. I learned that um, our sons were better having that father figure in the home. Now, am I saying somebody should stay in an abusive relationship or in an unhealthy um, environment because the kids need it? You got to pray about that when I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is it worked for us. And I just know that I'm a better person. And as the song says, you make me better. You make me better. Thank you, dear. Yes. I truly love you. I love you and more. I appreciate you. And I've said this to you before, but I thank you for sticking it out, sticking through it. And I appreciate it. Um, words can't, I can't articulate the way I feel. Uh, the best way I can say is I thank you and I love you. That's the best way I can say. Thank you, dear. I love you too. And I appreciate you. And I thank God for you. You are truly my best friend, my lover, my baby's daddy's daddy, yeah. <laughs> my baby's daddy. <laughs> um, we become and, best friends. Yes. Yeah, I like to, you know, bother you, mess around with you. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> So, you gotta say it like that. Yes, you do. I concur. You do. Okay. All right, dear. So, anyway, I want to sing a quick little song. He's like, God. I have no idea what you're gonna sing, but do y'all know what today is? It's our anniversary. Oh, our anniversary. 
Tony, 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 Tony. Yes. So thank you guys for listening to us. Hopefully you got something out of it. Prayerfully you got something out of it. And if nothing more than just keep, keep keeping on. Yes. And 33 is possible. And if you're already at 33, 35, 40, 50, mm-hmm. it's possible. You just have to want it and you're just going to have to work for it. Yep. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.